go. Let's go, Rodeo Rock Radio. Benny Paulson saddled up here. Gus Kronberg is in the studio. What's up? Right. Not much, man. Gus was gone last week. It was weird. We got the field report. Made her back. Made her back to the to the ranch. Everybody survived. Yeah, it was a good week. Settling in for a while now, huh? Yeah, I uh, you know, I had a pretty good rush there uh, through through July, part of July, and now I kind of get to the halfway point in my season where um, I just go to Rapid here on Wednesday for the next two weeks. Um, What's in Rapid? It is Nate Morrison's Bud Creek Rodeo's uh, Wild West Wednesdays out there at the Hart Ranch Camping Resort. And it is a freaking awesome time. It is good rodeo. It's a great rodeo. Um, got great bulls, great contestants. They got bareback riding, saddle bronc riding, barrel racing, and bull riding. So South of Rapid City, with the beautiful Hart Ranch. It is a great event. Gus Kronberg fights it. And uh, if you're in that vicinity, if you're like many people coming to South Dakota to the Black Hills for vacation because you can actually do things there. <laughs> Stop in and check out the Heart Ranch Rodeo. It yeah. is pretty awesome. Absolutely. I asked that for a nice plug for him. Yeah. For While sure. we're on the subject, there's a lots lots of other cool events going on too this weekend. So it's what are we, the third week? Mm-hmm. This is the last week in July right now. Yeah. And uh, so this coming weekend will be August first is the Champions Ride, the Home on the Range Champions Ride match in Sentinel Butte, North Dakota, which is one of the greatest bronc matches ever in the history of the world. All the, all the best bronc riders show up, especially this year. It is awesome. The best horses and the best broncs, and it benefits uh, disadvantaged children. Mm-hmm. It, it's a great event if you're in the area, uh, North Dakota. And then uh, in a couple weeks, we got the Golden Valley Shootout in Golden Valley, North Dakota. Our buddy Coleman Ency putting that on. And uh, that's just a, just a few of the events going on this time of year. Rodeo, rodeo. On the program today on Rodeo Rock Radio, we're going to talk more about rodeo because that's what we do. For sure. The Western Edge Rodeo oh, Report. Yes, um, I don't know if we've got any ag news. We're going to get Carson Hauser on. It's been a couple, it's been a few weeks, I think, since we've had Carson. Get some cowboy poetry. Mm-hmm. He's got some good stuff loaded up for us. Excited to get that. And... Uh, top eight we've been struggling with this top eight this week <laughs> yeah, every week it seems like we've been struggling it's just hard and this one uh, i'm pretty nervous about this week's top eight. <laughs> we're gonna tread lightly relationship tips and uh why because it's funny it's funny <laughs> you know it's kind of gus kronberg who has never been in a relationship that long at this point in his young life <laughs> so it's gonna be interesting you're gonna want to check that out i uh I kind of I kind of cheated on us earlier today. I I did another podcast. Oh wow! I did an interview with a can't music. even can't even follow the eight tips we got. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I don't think we included um, being faithful. being faithful in our <laughs> tips. Actually, now that you say that, <laughs> maybe we should make it a top nine this I gotta week. I got to scratch something out quick. Yeah, maybe <laughs> replace one of those with be faithful. See, it's already it's already getting us in trouble, and we haven't even got to it. No, I did a, a Mike the Mike Cara radio show from Central Florida. Messaged me the other day wanted wanted to do a Breaking Eight podcast, so we did an interview with him. I think I'm going to play that. I'm going to play that interview for everybody. You know, once we get done with the teacher ranch report and all our stuff, I'm going to play that. Beauty of podcasting is people can listen to it, or they can shut it off, or they can listen later. It's going to be a long program, but hey. We got we got time. We got time. So that's going to be fun. It was a really good interview, and um, 
really got kind of kind of got in deep with songwriting and some of our songs from the Breaking Eight new album Double Down. Uh, the guy asked some cool questions and it was a really fun interview. So hopefully yeah. you'll stick around and check it out. What uh, what's going on in the TT Ranch? Well, let's let's knock this one off the off the list of things to do. Man, what have we been doing? Well, still just guess, yeah, a lot of haying. Um, yeah. So where did that horse come from? That sorrel horse that I got on yesterday. Where did, oh yeah, Gus started a new horse, a new old horse that just showed up. Justin, Justin Ward showed up with a couple horses one day. Mm-hmm. I thought they were both bucking horses, but this too. one was not an old bucking horse. Yeah, I don't think it's just so. a horse somebody had. I don't even know the story. Yeah. Well, Justin said, and too the the one horse that was a bucking horse, that great big buckskin. He like full on attacked Justin and Haley, so he's gone. He's down the road already. Serious? Yeah. Gone already? <laughs> yeah. He's a big, beautiful guy, so it was worth it was worth the risk on that one, I yeah. guess. But uh Well Sorrel's gonna be good. Dude, yeah. I uh <laughs> I was skeptical about getting on this horse because he showed up in the trailer with a bucking horse and I ain't been wanting to ride him that bad, but I got some time at home now, so I figured if I could knock this project out and make some money while I'm home here, that'd be a good deal. So I yeah. Uh, Got him caught yesterday, and I just started doing some groundwork with him, and his demeanor is just so relaxed, and he's just a calm horse. Yeah. And uh, swung a leg up over him, and he walked out like it hadn't been eight years since he'd been ridden. So. Wow, so he's that old. Yeah. Oh, I think he's I think he's 10, but I, yeah. think, I know Justin said he got worked with a little bit as a younger horse. And was just a pasture pet or something. Yeah. Like. But I'm I'm pretty excited about him. He's gonna sell pretty well as a kid's horse. I Good think. looking guy. There will be a sorrel horse for sale. Yeah. Oh yeah. In a month. Train him how to run poles. Yeah. We'll sell him to a junior high. Maybe. Junior high. Or kid. just walk him. Walk poles. That'd be great too. Sell him for even more money. Yeah. Right. <laughs> People are looking for those. That's not a bad idea. Uh, otherwise, on the T two, we're just kind of things slowed down a little bit. Kind of wrapping up hand for the meantime, and uh, getting that rodeo. God, I feel like we've been working on this rodeo arena for two years yeah finally started on the back bends a little more today but yeah. it's coming along it's uh we got the alley put down and it like i got a plan it looks good it's it looks be good smooth. and i got a plan to finish it it's going to be good mm-hmm. we will have pictures on the tg ranch life page because it's already looking it's already making the whole yard look better yeah it looks like a thing it's going to be super cool i'm so excited and uh next week we're going to be bucking bulls i feel like we've been saying next week we're going to be bucking bulls for the last 12 weeks because mm-hmm. i think we have been yeah so, or like if it was two years 52 weeks in a year so just in about 104 weeks now yeah we've been but talking about it we've only been saying that for probably 98 <laughs> weeks sure. first for a week we were planning on <laughs> on bucking bulls the following week <laughs> now for the last 98 weeks we've been planning on bucking bulls next week it's been on our to-do list yeah <clears throat> getting closer to it um let's get to this western edge rodeo report we got a lot of cool stuff going on in the rodeo world these days oh yeah finally what so, uh, what you got? Um, I'm going to start off. Well, I'll wait for the world standings here until we're talking more about the PRCA. Uh, there's always good stuff going on in the PRCA. But um, so recently here, um, the PBR just released the second half of their revised schedule, and they got a ton of events on there. Um, first and foremost, we got one coming to Bismarck. Chad Berger's putting it on. Yeah. And, uh, it's going to be it's going to be dope because. They got, there's a matchup there that they're doing. Jose Vitor Lemmy is going to get, uh, it's a $10,000 matchup. On, uh, Wait, what did you say? Who? Jose. It's Jose. Jose. <sighs> it looks like Jose, man. When you when you order a shot at the bar, do you go, yeah, give me a shot of Jose? No. <laughs> it's because Jose is Brazilian. 
Jose is Mexican. Yeah, but it's both Spanish. It's different. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's actually, Portuguese. Brazilian is Portuguese. Yeah. Like obrigado there. instead of gracias. Yeah, that was ignorant of me. I thought I knew. Someday. <laughs> anyway, Someday you'll so step it up. <laughs> Jose Vitor Lemmy. is a $10,000 matchup on uh, Good Night. I've never even heard of this bull. Good Night Robuchet. Rob- yeah, yeah. Robuchot. 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 Yeah, yeah. Huh. I don't remember that bull being that rank. Right. Like Chad Berger has yeah. better bulls, I'm sure. But yeah, oh, that's what the maybe he's really been bucking. I guess. Well, he said he hadn't been ridden some amount of outs. Maybe so. he's kind of dirty. Well, by golly, yeah. what night is that? That'll be the first night then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So August seventh. Yeah. Yeah, that's another event we should probably be pushing here too. Yeah. That's going to be huge. This is an Unleash the Beast <laughs> uh, event in yeah. Bismarck, North Dakota. Like yeah. the major televised event. It's going to be awesome. Um, and then that being said, uh, the one one, one boat rider that's not going to be on there, uh, Fabiano, oh, yeah, no. he got head stomped. He's in the hospital with a scratchered, scratchered, fractured skull. <laughs> Dyslexic all of a sudden. <laughs> I need to. You remember when I was trying to figure out that that language course? Yeah. It's Rosetta Stone. I saw a commercial for that's it the other it day. Yeah. It, and I think you're just coming off a pretty major head injury as well. <laughs> yeah, myself. Yeah. Yeah. So it might have something to do with it. I forget about that. That last weekend you got eight stitches and yeah. whacked in the head, almost broke a buck and shoot from knocking yeah. your head off. They had to. That bull broke his leg. They had to put him down. Yeah. Yep. I'm sure. <laughs> He's, he was hurt. All jokes aside, I do want to thank Dr. Brent Shaw for taking my stitches out and saving me a trip to the doctor and medical bill. Thank you, Dr. Brent. Yeah, appreciate and that. as is T2 Ranch tradition, if you're doing medical procedures, you must refer to the person as doctor. Mm-hmm. That's why it went so good, I'm sure. Yeah. Excellent work. I know that it did. <laughs> um, so we'll get into the PRCA here now. That's all I had kind of for the, for the PBR, but... Um, this past weekend, we saw Deadwood and Burwell um, go really well. I think there was like 980. Throughout all the PRCA rodeos going on this weekend, there was, this was like $987,000 payout. Nice. So it was a good uh, good weekend for rodeo contestants. Deadwood's such a great rodeo, I miss it. Yeah, it's, I kind of wish I could have gone too. I was, they had a performance on Thursday. I was thinking about sticking around mm-hmm. after Wednesday, but I just needed to get going. Yeah. Um, the, the Black Hills tends to get expensive the longer you stay there, especially <laughs> Deadwood. Sure. Um, but anyway, so uh, let's see here. In the world standings, um, well, let's talk about the payout first, I guess. Uh, the payout total throughout the PRCA since rodeo started, $14,707,896. So that's uh, big money. Awesome. Pays, pays to be rodeoing right now. Who's winning the calf roping? Uh, the, oh, tie-down roping? Yeah. Shad Mayfield. Oh, surprise. Crazy, crazy, huh? Hey, speaking of, you know, all these rodeos are on on the Cowboy Channel. Mm-hmm. If you are not, if you want to see some good rodeo, they're trying to broadcast almost all the pro rodeos going on right now, and it's awesome. And this radio guy that I did the interview with today, he saw the, our music on Special Cowboy Moments and Wild on the Wild. Oh, really? oh and actually, he saw the Christy Noem episode on RFD TV. Nice. So uh, thanks to Kevin Holton for getting us exposure, and uh, it just happens when you got good good product on good TV stations. That's right. It starts with a good product. That's for sure. No doubt about it. Um, in the world standings here, I thought this was a cool 
um, stat, 34 different competitors moved up into the top 15 in this past week. Mm, so change-ups, huh? Yeah, they're uh, not a whole lot uh, as far as changes as to who's winning the world right now. Um, and the all-around, it's Tough Cooper, bareback riding is Tim O'Connell, the Bulldog and Matt Reeves, uh, team roping, head inside, Luke Brown, healing is Joseph Harrison, bronc riding is White Casper, tie-down roping, Shad Mayfield. Mm. This one uh, in the steer open, Trevor Brazil dropped down to third. And Scott, uh, sorry, but I'm going to wreck you. I'm going to ruin this name for you. Scott Sneedcore, Snedicore. <laughs> Bull riding Sage Kimsey in the barrel race and Wanda Johnson in the breakaway, Katie Mundorf. Super duper. What's your next rodeo other than Hart Ranch on Wednesday? What do you got coming up? Oh. <laughs> You're doing some video work at the Champions Ride, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. For the, for the Wild Rides TV program. What do I have? What would be next? Uh, there's a, the, oh, it's a bull riding up in Fargo for Bailey Pros. When, where? Um, it's it's really cool, actually. It's supposed to be, like, in the parking lot of this big, huge apartment complex. Interesting. In, like, West Fargo somewhere. Huh. They're going to put, like, three big video screens, like, on the side of the apartment buildings. Huh. And, yeah, it's kind of a cool, cool So thing. people can watch it from the apartment building. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it'll be cool. I see Corb Lund is advertising a concert where he'll be set up on a outside of a hotel. Yeah. Where you have to buy a ticket, or you have to get a hotel room. You can only watch from your hotel balcony. Oh, really? So and you, so the ticket is you get a meal served to your hotel room. You get to watch from the balcony of your hotel room, and then. Corb Lund and his banner set up and do a big show. That's super cool. Interesting. You won't, you won't even have to go do it in like the bathroom or anything. You just. Like <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> and we're getting relationship tips from this guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a family show, guys. But I, if you're married, you're right. Married couples are probably going to be going. That's what so, I was talking about. I mean, in Corb Lund, uh, it's a concert. Yeah, it, it's convenient. <laughs> it can be a romantic experience, and sometimes things happen when you're a couple. Sorry, you're and probably when not you're engaged <laughs> in a in a healthy and married relationship, you can yeah. go and do those things. Yeah, I'm probably not going to get asked to be back on the show next week. <laughs> yeah. So uh, next, join us next week for our new co-host, <laughs> Benny Paulson and himself. <laughs> okay. That's, Anyways, that's what I got for the rodeo report. I'm gonna we'll wrap that up and just probably just move on, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I think <laughs> let's just let's just head on out. Okay. Now. <laughs> Sounds good. Good stuff. Right on. So uh, let's get let's get Carson on the line, should we? Yeah. Let's get to that in the top eight, and then uh, get to that interview. Good stuff. Um, some of our other sponsors, of course, Project Canine Hero. Dickinson State University Rodeo Team. Are we going to be college rodeo in this fall? Do we know? Yeah, I just booked a college rodeo today, actually, down there in Shattern State. Yeah. Um, I know Silver and Lacrosse. He was on. Uh, he's the coach out in uh, Great Falls. Uh, I don't remember the name of the school out there, but um, that college region, they come out with their list of college rodeos, so it's looking promising, at least. Right on. Um, in the Midwest, it's hard to say what they're going to do down south because – uh, the whole state of Texas thinks differently anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what their plan is, but I know in the Midwest we're going to be rodeoing. Right on, right on. All right, speaking of rodeoing, Carson Hauser is a bull rider and a cowboy poet. We're going to get him on the line right after this. Actually, not even going to be all of this. A little bit of I've Been a Cowboy while we get Carson on the phone because he's a cowboy. I'm a cowboy. You're a cowboy. I'm a cowboy. 
cowboys. No cowboys. If you ain't listening to Rodeo Rock Radio Show, you ain't no cowboy. You ain't no cowboy. I've been a cowboy most of my life. I punched a lot of cattle. Got in a few fights. And I've been around a town more. We got Carson Hauser on the line for some wonderful cowboy poetry. Carson, are you with us? Yes, sir. Right on. How's it going, buddy? It's going It's going good. How are you? Really good. Better to hear your voice. It's been a few weeks since we've had Carson on, and it is great to have you. What, what have you been doing? You been riding any bulls? What do you got going on? Yeah, we've been going to some rodeos on the weekends, making hay during the week. How you been doing? All right, I'm staying on a couple and getting some money one, so no complaints here. Excellent, excellent. I seen, I think I seen one video on the old Facebook, looking pretty good. Yes, sir. Sperm in the neck. So you, you got on, you got on one of the trashiest bulls I've ever seen in, in Dodge the other weekend. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was gross, dude. <laughs> it was not any fun. Wish I could have got by that one, but just gotta ride whatever they're running. That's right. Was it a brindle? No, it was little. Uh, black and gray spotted bull. Nice. Nice. Seeing stars, calves. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hey, speaking of calves, not to interrupt our Carson Hauser time, but uh, we forgot to mention this in the T2 Ranch report. We got four brand new rodeo cows. Yeah. Rodeo cows calving our second flush. That's kind of cool. Yeah. How many There's, bulls you got in there? Yeah, five <laughs> out of 19 now. <laughs> That's good awesome. Numbers. Awesome. Great ratio. Better hope they buck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll be, Carson, we'll be riding cows here in a few years. Yeah. Got no bulls. All right, buddy. Let's have let's have that poem, will you? All right. This one here is called Catching Up. You see those two old cowboys over there sitting on the back of the chutes? Their boys are in the calf ranch today. They're trying to fill their their daddy's boots. They haven't seen each other in a year or two or ten, but they greeted each other with a handshake and they said, "Good to see you, old friend." One moved away from home. He went on to college and started his life, while the other stayed back to raise some cows and kids with his wife. They make small talk for a while about the weather and the price of grain, when one says, You remember that time in Jamestown we rode in four inches of rain? Before long, their minds are back in the days of Wrangler brush poppers and Chris Ledoux, when they put a thousand miles on in a weekend and they'd stick to any bull like Lou. They look back on all the $20 motel rooms and the late night dances in the dirt, 
when they had each other's back and they would take care of one another if they got hurt. They laughed about the time one had to enter the bulldog and because he lost a bet, but he won a little money that day and it helped him pay the rent. They reminisce about Milk Belly, Tiger, and Buffalo Bill, the kinds of bulls you could win a rodeo on, but really tested your skill. They've since moved on, hung up their spurs and turned to a full-time career, but there's many days that they sit in the office, they long for that rodeo atmosphere. Yes. There's one thing. I love cowboy poetry, but I love it more when the cowboy activity is bull riding. Mm-hmm. It's awesome, Carson. Good stuff. Good stuff. How Thank old is you. that one? Is that pretty new? No, I wrote that one sometime this spring. Okay. Loving it. Loving it. So what do you got coming up? What's your next rodeo e- event that you're going to be riding bulls at? I'll be in Max on Friday for the Rough Rider Rodeo, and then I'll be in Ray on Sunday. And then college rodeos? Yeah, we're supposed to be college rodeo in here the weekend after Labor Day. Nice. Mm-hmm. Carson, are you... Uh, do you is shattering on your schedule? Uh, no, that's a different region. Different region. Okay, shoot. Yes, sir. He's in the Montana region. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, kind of a traitor. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, Just kidding. only for this year. Last year. Then what are you doing? Still planning on going down to Brookings, but we'll see if something changes. Oh, making it worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> going from bad to worse. Going from yeah. bad to worse. It's a good thing you're a good, awesome guy. A good poet and a good bull rider. Otherwise, I'd well, have I, to be mad at you, but I, I respect you too that. much. <laughs> you got one more for us, Carson? Yeah, I do. I can do another one for you. Sweet. Let's have it. All right. This one here is called Lucky. She was just a 15-something hand bay, a little stubborn like her owner, and she wasn't much to run. She wasn't half bad around cattle, though, and she'd sure enough get the job done. I rode her for years, and she taught me most everything that I know that she learned from moving from years of moving cows in the heat, the rain, and snow. She might get a little sour if you pushed her a little too much, but she'd always stand good to saddle and she'd bridle with a gentle touch. From checking fences to sorting cows from calves, her resume got to be quite long, but she saved my younger self from a few wrecks where she knew right from wrong. She wasn't always too sure of her footing in the water or on rocks, but if she'd step on your foot, you'd swear she was a half-blood ox. I sure wish I'd got to thank my Uncle Tom for letting me ride her for years on end. Because when it was all said and done, she was more than a partner. She was a pretty good friend. And I'm pretty sure that you've got your favorite mount too, so I won't sit and talk about her all day. But nothing made me a better horseman than getting to ride that stubborn star-faced bay. I like it. That's a really good one. That is good, because uh, you, you never know the joys and the frustrations of horse training unless you... Yeah. dealt with those that's that's a good one that, that's impressive yeah. thank you i appreciate that very cool very cool i had i had a discussion with some city folk some liberal city folk in a city i was in last week <laughs> some younger guys i overheard them talking about how they heard racehorses are made to hold in their urine for days so they get mad and do all these things and i'm like i couldn't help but interject <laughs> And I'm like, guys, that is a bunch of fake news. Have you ever trained a horse? They were whining about about equestrian beating the Olympics. And uh, I gave them a pretty good, nice talking to. Pretty, pretty good lecture. Just pretty good lecture. It was a nice lecture. Started but out, hey, you kid. No, I didn't say, you <laughs> dang kids. I didn't say that. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it was good. But I had lect- I, I told them about the uh, how good it feels to train a horse and the yeah. rewarding and what how much it takes. It's good stuff. And uh, that poem is a... 
pretty good indicator. It is. Good job, Carson. Thank you so much once again for joining us on Rodeo Rock Radio, and we'll be talking to you down the road. You bet. Thank you for having me. All right. Later, man. Yes, sir. Good stuff. That kid just gets better every time. Yeah. Because he's not real. a kid anymore. He's growing up. <laughs> a former bull riding student of mine, so I'm super proud of that guy. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. Playing, uh, playing, playing a song off our first album, Lucky One. And uh, that's really, it's a love song. <laughs> it's really segueing into our top eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so scared to do this top eight. Maybe here, I'm gonna do it like this. I'm gonna play the music really loud so that sure. yeah, so that people won't actually hear the top eight. It'll be good. Take all of this with a grain of salt. You promise? Yeah. I'll turn this down a little bit. <laughs> it is time for the breaking eight. Top eight. Maybe gonna be the worst top eight we've ever done. For you, as for a married me. man. <laughs> if I if I stay married after this, I guess that'll be the indicator. Here we go. Let's do it. All right. Well, <clears throat> number one on the top eight relationship tips. Uh, avoid them at all costs. Don't get in one. <laughs> I guess. Then you don't have to worry about the tips. That's right. It's so much easier that way. If that's you, just uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> yep. You can tune in next week. And uh, anybody else... Let's move on. For all you married guys, pull up a chair, pay attention. Oh, boy. <laughs> You're uh, getting advice from a 22-year-old non-married guy. <laughs> Let's have it. Longest relationship has been about two weeks. Oh, no. Well, it's I been like, a little longer than that. It's probably My longest one was probably like six months. Yeah, yeah. So it's putting in the time there. Tell you what. Yeah, I'm okay. still. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Number two is be honest. Be honest? Yeah, honesty is key. Okay, so here's a question on that one. All right. My wife comes in and says, does this shirt make me look fat? <laughs> I mean, my wife is not fat, but right. what about it? What about if a guy has a, a wife that's a little chubby? Yeah, well. Are you obliged to say, yes, I, I have say, to be honest, and that does. I would say your fat makes you look fat. Oh, no, the shirt doesn't make you look fat. <laughs> so you can honestly say, yeah. no, the shirt doesn't right. make you look fat. And inside, you can be thinking, you're just fat. I better go outside. Yeah, you, but you don't say that, <laughs> right. so it's not you're not being dishonest, right? By saying no, the right. shirt does not make you look fat. It's it's kind of it's Ooh. one of them things you just gotta you gotta you, you gotta check the line of scrimmage, and if you gotta call an audible, I'd call an audible. <laughs> but so many variables in this relationship <laughs> stuff. Yeah, but uh, okay, I get it. That's good stuff. But yeah. for the most part. You can't be hiding secrets and, no. and being telling lies and stuff. Right. If you want to have a relation, healthy relationship, yeah. you must. It's built on. It's built on trust. The whole thing so, is built on trust. Yeah, you just. Yeah. From and what I understand, if you're not able to be honest, you're not going to have a lot of trust. That's right. Good stuff. Um, Thank you for a good one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there is good ones on here. It's, um, Gus so. is kind of a hopeless <laughs> romantic when it comes down to it. I am. I just I, my standards are. Probably hypocritically high. <laughs> and you're young. You don't, yeah. you're not, you don't have to get married next right. week. Right. So Cool, cool. I, so I ain't worried about it. <laughs> All right, dude. Um, number three, um, communicate. And I would just like, I don't know, I almost feel bad about giving advice. Kind of like Dr. Phil. But before, you know, like whatever. But 
So communication, it can starts with like from the small things to your day-to-day schedule, what you both have going on. Um, if, if she, if she's got friends coming over and you're supposed to be there, you shouldn't schedule a boys night out and go get drunk, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. a fast, that's a fast lane to a butt chewing. <laughs> For sure. You know? And other consequences. Right. So communicate, okay. uh, you know, let each other, you know, tell each other what's going on. For sure. Good stuff. Yeah. Sometimes easier said than done, but hey, what do you do? Yeah, I think so. Um, Number four? Yeah, number four. Uh, Make time for her. Um, If you're a rodeo cowboy, we're talking to you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It it can be tough, too. I'm, you know, and that's that's the biggest thing that I've always struggled with, with dating is um, being gone so much. Uh, It's kind of, I kind of live in my own world when I'm gone on the road doing that sort of thing and rodeoing. And and it, it is tough. And I feel like it's not just make time. What is it? Make time for her? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not just make time for her because you have to also be present when you're there. Don't just yeah. make time and then sit on look at your phone. For sure. Like do things. Yeah. You know, you just because you're, you're there doesn't mean you're there. Right. Physic- physically tough. and mentally. Yeah, that's tough to do sometimes too. Do some special yeah. things. Yeah. Okay, now we're getting into things that I can apply as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like it. Good stuff. <laughs> um, be res- number five. Be respectful. Um, I'm thinking of the in-laws on this one. <laughs> um, some well, and even sometimes like we can all be jerks, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if, maybe you can. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can be a butthole sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we all can. Yeah, we all can. Sure. And if you're not. If you're not respectful, even if you don't like the in-laws, you better still be respectful and nice. Otherwise, it's going to cause problems. Yeah, no doubt. There's going to be animosity. Yeah. Or friends, uh, other relatives. It doesn't have to just be in-laws. Right. And that kind of goes along. You should be respectful to everybody that is worthy of your respect to begin with. Right. So that's kind of a just a rule. Yeah. But a good one. It's a good one. Um, We're getting through this. I'm not so leery anymore. not so bad. Yeah. Uh, right. Number five, be romantic. Oh man, really? Uh, buy her flowers more than once a year. Off, uh, you know. Well, if you buy flowers more than once a year, isn't she going to get sick of getting flowers? Wow, oh, switch it up a little bit. Throw her a curveball. Different flowers. Get her a, get her a puppy or a puppy. Then we'd have like twenty-seven puppies. Yeah, I was going to. Can only have so many. Puppies. You guys got four. I mean, you do have a lot of them. This romantic thing. It's such a hard because every woman wants a romantic guy. Yeah. And, but there's no true definition for how to be romantic yeah. sometimes. There's some things you can do, but yeah, no, there, there is, I guess. Like, I'm just not very romantic sometimes. It's so hard. I'm supposed to be a tough cowboy. You know, and it can be on both ends of the spectrum. There's the, there's your date nights every now and then where you both get, you know, all dolled up. You yeah, know. why do we have to be the romantic ones all the time? It's <laughs> yeah. 2020. Yeah. Where's all this equal opportunity, <laughs> equality stuff? You're right. I want some romance in my life too, yeah. guys. Yeah, let her pick up the check once. <laughs> yeah, that goes. Oh, that goes. <laughs> See, that goes on a first date with you. Um, you know what? It's 2020. You want equality, so you're buying supper. Right. Perfect. Good yeah. luck with that. Quit your quit your whining. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but, good stuff. Um. <clears throat> Uh, what's the next one? Number six. Or no, this is number seven. Yeah, number seven. 
I'm not sure. Anyway, the next one is being faithful. Um, oh, that was a that was a quick recent addition. That's the one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's well, the one we didn't have on there. Right, which needed to be put on there. Probably should have been on there, and now it is. So yeah. good job on that. Yeah, that um, really needs no explanation. No, very it's little. Kind of a kind of an easy rule there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> number eight. Um, now, if you've made it this far and you're in a relationship, this might not apply to you. Okay. This is, but this is for non-married guys? Yeah. Avoid rodeo queens and barrel racers. There we go. Now, here's one that this is why I was scared <laughs> for this list. This is why I was worried. Now you're going to have to explain this. Oh, God. Start with, start with the rodeo queens. I wish... Well, here's the thing. I don't want to be the one pointing the finger because... I'm still <laughs> I'm still a single man. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. So <laughs> these barrel racers. Oh. So rodeo queens are in the public eye. They're always dressed up nice. They're every guy at a rodeo always, is, yeah, they're always is having good. a fantasy about getting a date with the rodeo queen. Yeah. So they're getting messages, they're getting love letters. Yeah. So if you're dating a rodeo queen, mm-hmm. you gotta be on your game because you got some competition. Yeah, there's there's so many other. She's got options. <laughs> got <laughs> options. I don't think, and I'm not judging, saying anything bad about rodeo queens, but I think a lot of them become rodeo queens because they enjoy the attention and look. They enjoy looking good, and they no doubt. You know, they work hard to get the skills. They like getting danced around on the dance floor a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and you know, disclaimer: rodeo queens are great for the sport of rodeo. Oh, they are have super them. good ambassadors, and they have a very, very important job. Yeah, there's no doubt about it, and they're. Yeah great spokes spokeswomen mm-hmm. for the sport and i have a lot of respect and admiration for rodeo queens as well me too <laughs> but i can see i can't really say on air if i have or haven't dated any rodeo queens but let's just say i have yeah there's Hypo- a hypothetical Hypo- hypothetically hypothetically speaking. if i had i could say that it's a little bit tough it is just speculating. Yeah. Just because there's so much going on, they're uh, very, very involved. Not only, not only are they all about themselves, a lot some of the of time. <laughs> some of them. Some <laughs> of the time. Anyway, anyway. we're politely maybe, controversial on road. Yeah, maybe, maybe we can't just be calling things out. Right. Well, and let's let's skip over to the barrel racers because they. Do you feel like we haven't? Um, offended any rodeo queens here? Oh, I'm sure that we have. I hope we haven't. We apologize. I just want to make sure that you know that rodeo queens are great ambassadors for the sport of rodeo and have a lot of respect and admiration. Truly, from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate each and every one of you. Let's end it there. Let's (laughs) move on to the barrel racers. Now, barrel racers are a little different breed than rodeo queens. Yeah, because um, they don't really have to behave. (laughs) Yeah, they're only only being watched for 20 seconds or however long they're in the arena. (laughs) Right. That being uh, said, um, if you choose to pursue one, understand this. They are incredibly self-involved. You are not going to be first in that relationship. So here's the things that are more important than you. If you're dating a barrel racer, let's list the top eight things that are Mm -hmm. above you on the priority list. Yeah, so we're just, yeah, we're going to have a top eight to the second power. I like it. Oh, wow. (laughs) Good freaking words there. (laughs) Second power. (laughs) So... Number kick one, to the head really yeah. knocked some stuff loose in there. <laughs> yeah. really vocabulary got, really is just kicking my, in. Really got my creative juices. Number one, um, her horse. Horse is number one. Number two, her dog. 
Oh, yeah. There's always a little dog. A little dog. A little dog uh, that's cute. Probably named uh, like Carl or um, or Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, so a dog is two. Number uh, three, their wardrobe. Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, horse trailer. Horse trailer. They all got yeah. really nice horse trailers. Yeah. So that's important. Yeah. Because it's also their house sometimes yeah. when they're yeah, traveling. Yeah, that's true. Uh, number five. Yep. Uh, probably the boyfriend that she has currently, but is pretty much <laughs> just a hired man. I'm thinking of the song Barrel Racer. Yeah. Right no, <laughs> yeah. no. We are not going here. That is such a horrible song, but funny. <laughs> so funny, but bad. We did we did not recommend listening to that song. No, but um, but if you do, it's on Spotify. <laughs> and, it's, and you're going to laugh hysterically. <laughs> Kenny Fiddler is pretty awesome. Shout out to Kenny Fiddler. We will not be playing that song on Rodeo <laughs> Rock Radio because it's not appropriate. If you're under 18, do not listen to it. Yeah. That's like saying, go listen to it. We're, we're really falling in a hole here. <laughs> the seventh thing, where are we at on the oh, top eight of the top eight? Uh, so we were on six, yeah. So this is my number seven? Could be. The ground. The ground, yeah. The ground. Which that's honestly... It would probably be like number two because if they got a horse, they need good ground to run it in. But it's neither here nor there. But the ground is never good enough. Never. I mean, barrel racers and kind of like their boyfriends, I think, are never good enough. Yeah. Ground isn't it's good true. enough. You're you're not going to be good yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> and it's... again, this is not all barrel racers. <laughs> There's a lot of very wonderful, down to earth, nice barrel racers out there, and we yeah. appreciate the the athleticism and horse training. Yeah prowess that you have if it weren't for the barrel racing most bull riders wouldn't have time to get their bull ropes on on a bucking bull that's true so that's true kind of got to have the buffer though so we could do a list of why we appreciate barrel racers we could do a top eight of the top eight of the top eight of so why we appreciate the top eight to the third and fourth power holy moly this is we're getting in <laughs> we're getting a rabbit hole here do we got an eight i can't think of an oh, eighth man um ground horse probably they're probably they're Probably whoever's running the video for them. That could be. Because they got to have a video guy, which is typically their boyfriend. Yeah, right. Which might be the only reason Mm. why the boyfriend is there is just the video. (laughs) Probably gotten him through a lot of fights. Probably. (laughs) It's just her knowing that she's got someone to video for her. So are barrel racers watching the video to see how they look and their horse looks? Are they really critiquing their um, what they have to work on and how they run? Yeah, it's hard to say. Some of them are deaf. There's barrel racers. I mean, it's like anything. The best best barrel racers out there, they work hard. Yeah. And you have to be a team with your horse, and these horses are hot. Mm-hmm. And high powered and skittish a lot of them because yeah. they gotta be fast. They're yeah. like MMA fighters. Yeah. You know, you and bucking bulls. You gotta you gotta be athletic and you gotta be a little crazy yeah. to do what they do. I think I think as a whole, we're talking about the barrel racers that like kind of just do and then there's a lot of bull riders the same way. They're just kinda doing it because they got a horse, they got a trailer. They wanna go and be a barrel racer and, yeah. and be around people. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. it happens and that's yeah. that's with a lot of it. And that, you know, you gotta have that because they pay entry fees, mm-hmm. and that's where the purse money comes from. Call it so. added money. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, the one the the tops the top the top barrel racers are amazing. Lisa yeah. Lockhart, no doubt. Um, you know the, the horse trainers, yeah. the Charmaine James. Mm-hmm. I mean, these 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 girls are truly amazing. So we're kind of calling out the wannabes, I guess, is what we're doing. Yeah, okay. which well, I mean, maybe next week we'll keep it close to home. We'll we'll talk about the bull riders. Yep, the, the wannabe way. bull riders. Yeah, we could. Yeah. 
Let's let's do that. <laughs> okay. okay. So, good. all right. Are we done with this top eight? I feel yeah. like holy let's wrap cow. Wrap it up. It's that good. ended up pretty good, though. I'm glad. I th- I feel like we got out of that. There's not going to be any lawsuits. No, I don't think so. I hope so. We might be getting sued by the WPRA for <laughs> for slander. <laughs> slander. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's let's cross our fingers and hope and pray that that doesn't happen. I, <laughs> I feel like we should have a lawyer sitting in the studio <laughs> with us at all times with hey, the finger wait. on the bleep button. Good thing we just had one here not too long ago. That's true. Mr. <laughs> Kelly Armstrong. Yeah. He can get us out of anything. We're covered. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the Breaking 8 Top 8. And that is going to pretty much bring us to the end of Rodeo Rock Radio for this week. This has been another great edition of uh, the ro- Rodeo Rock it's been good. Yeah, if you're wondering what that song was, it's a song called Cowboy in a Corvette. That's from a friend of ours, Brianna Helbling. New record out, new music video out too. Check her out. I've been playing that a couple times actually during the last 40 minutes of podcast. How do we get 40 minutes into this? I don't know. We're pretty good at BS and brutal. We need to. We need to. Anyway, I was trying to. I was trying to come up with an acronym for the Rodeo Rock Radio Show, but I didn't know the letters for the Rodeo. So it's the triple. <laughs> it's the triple RS. Got it, got yeah. it. You could think of the second power, but you couldn't <laughs> think of that. I know. That kick to the head really <laughs> really messed you up, I think. Scattered well, me up. Yeah. I think you're going to live. Um, I am going to play. It's a 32-minute interview. As soon as we sign off here with Gus and I, I'm going to hit hit the play button, and you're going to get to listen to the interview between me and Mike Carr. Mike Carr Radio Show and Central Florida Buzz. And uh, it's a good one. Please check it out. And... Join us next week when we're going to talk about wannabe bull riders. Mm-hmm. Top eight with another top eight in it, maybe. <laughs> we'll find out, and uh, we'll have some rodeo report. It's going to be another good one. Until then, see you bye. You guys, keep riding. Ride steady. Stay cool. Peace out.
our next edition of the Mike Kara Radio Program, What's Up America, as always, probably broadcasting from Ocoee, Florida, USA, planet Earth. And my guest today, uh, calling us from beautiful North uh, Dakota, is Benny Paulson from a great band called Breaking Eight. And Benny, it's a pleasure and honor that you could join me today as we talk about this uh, great uh, band of yours. And before we get started here, I want to... Uh, Mention how I found out about you, and I want to make sure I get this right here, and and then you can tell us a little more about uh, that, too. It was on, let's see, Special Cowboy Moments, and you were providing the music. It was the episode with uh, Republican governor of the state of uh, South Dakota, Christy Nome, and uh, I, I, I listened to the music. I'm always focused on the music as well as the content, and I said, these guys are great. So uh, it's, it's a pleasure, Anna, you could be here. So first of all, Benny, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, this uh, group and how it all got started and how you wound up on special cowboy moments at RFD-TV. Yeah, wow, that's a, that's a lot. But thank you, first of all, for the great introduction. And it is an honor and a pleasure of mine to be on your show, Mike, and uh, really excited about it. And I'm, I'm really excited that you heard it through the TV show. I've, I've uh, been helping out with that TV show. And of course, there's another TV show called Wild Rides on the Cowboy Channel. And uh, the Cowboy Can- Channel is kind of an offshoot of RFD TV, but it's kind of like the Golf Channel or the NFL Network, except it's for rodeo. So we got another show on there where there's even more of our music from Breaking 8 on that. And um, it, it's been a really good partnership. The executive producer of those shows has been a good friend of mine for a long time, and we've had some other business ventures. And uh, we kind of he helps us out, and and we help him out, and it works really good. And it's good to know that it's getting us some exposure. So thank you very much for that. Sure, my pleasure. So uh, Benny, why don't you tell us a little? So you describe uh, your your music as rodeo rock and country music. So Tell us a little bit about exactly what Rodeo Rock is. Well, Rodeo Rock is kind of a, I guess it's our own self-titled sub-genre. Our producer, when we were producing our last album in Nashville, a guy by the name of Brett Tyler, who's an amazing songwriter, a great musician as well, and just a super talented producer, um, when we were in the studio... He just, for some reason, that, 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 them words popped into his head and when we were trying to think about, you know, kind of what our music sounds like. And he just said, man, that's rodeo rock. And everybody looked and it just seemed like it fit. So it's kind of been working from there and it's a cool name and we've kind of made it a bit of a hook. Uh, great. So, I mean, are you the primary song writer for the group then? No, actually, I've I've never written a full song of my own. My guitar player or the guitar player for our band uh, Ty Taylor is his name. He he's kind of our main songwriter. He's he's been a touring guitar player, musician. He's just a really really talented guy. And once we put this group together, he really fell into a groove of writing some great music. And uh, it's been working good. We're working on new material right now, and he just gets these ideas and. We, we put them together together, and it works good. I guess on our first album, I co-wrote a few of the songs with Mitch Malloy. But, you know, before before a couple years ago, I, uh, I'd never, I'd been in bands, but my, my previous life was I was a professional bull rider. So up until a couple years ago, that was kind of my life, and, you know, I played in some cover bands and some 
dance bands, nothing too serious. And one day I I just really got sick of that late night and just playing other people's music and decided that I'm going to do this. So I just kind of made a point that we're going to write music and I'm going to figure it out. And it's working out really good. I I have to ask help because it's I, I don't have, I don't think songwriting is my strength, but I'm really good at working with our guitar player and other people and putting together songs and arranging and, and then promoting and everything else. There's so much more that goes into original music. And, uh, you know, since we've got a couple albums out now, I get songs sent sent to us quite often for from songwriters asking us to play their music. And it's really, really cool how everything, when you're out doing things, things just keep happening. Oh, great. Uh, so um, we mentioned about, you know, this RF, uh, the uh, t- you know, TV special cowboy moment. So my question is, so you do music? For all of the episodes, or just that particular episode, or no, we do um, all the episodes, both on special cowboy moments and wild rides. They use um, our songs, kind of for theme songs, and and even some of the. That's kind of that's actually I'm I'm I forgot about this, but um, before I even started the band Breaking Eight, uh, we were starting these TV shows. Kevin Holton is the executive producer, and he was starting these TV shows, and he needed music and. You either got to pay for them or, you know, there's, it's kind of difficult to, to get the music for these things. There's copyright and licensing issues. So me and my dad, Dennis, at the time, we were ranching together up here and, you know, always doing music. So we just started recording and writing jingles. We'd go into a friend of our studio down the road here and just do little instrumental things. And my dad had written some songs also, and he's kind of dabbling in songwriting, kind of in his semi-retirement. and you know, that really inspired me to, to do it, to take it to the next level. And it's been, you know, just continuing on the next level. It's been really cool. So I, yeah, I'm glad you asked me that. I plum forgot that these TV shows is kind of what inspired me to really, really push forward with the original music. So that's kind of fun. So, so you mentioned, uh, many that primarily the band focuses on then original music. I mean, that's, that's your, core base that you're focused at absolutely absolutely we are um, writing music and uh you know as as the subgenre suggests rodeo rock a lot of our music has some rodeo undertones uh, rodeo stories rodeo messages because I, rodeoing and riding bulls was my life it, it's still kind of my life and ranching and our fiddle player Geraldine wiseman who's a young young lady from baker who was a college rodeo athlete, uh, real close to where where we're at here, and you know she's a cowgirl too. So, so that's a lot of our music is stories, you know, stories and rodeo songs, and then also um, we like we're we're trying to tell some positive message stories, and we're just trying to trying to uh, do good things with our music, and it's so rewarding. It, it's difficult. It's been really really a struggle because it's hard to get people to to like music they're not used to. So there's a whole different management process. But uh, yeah, with our shows, we're doing mostly originals and we're trying to, trying to, trying to be the real deal. And you mentioned, uh, Benny, about, you know, you know, being a bull rider. So, I mean, for you, being in that environment definitely helps you when, when you, you're creating a genre called radio, uh, rodeo rock, uh, that I mean, do you feel that uh, that influenced you living the life of a rodeo person? 
Yeah, absolutely. That that's influenced my whole life. You know, my heroes, my heroes are all cowboys, and and to be a competitive um, athlete in, in any any sport, I guess, but especially especially riding bulls and rodeo, you have to have a really positive attitude. You have to work really hard to be good. You're not going to be good if you don't, you know, put out the effort to practice and train and stay in shape. And the same goes with music. You you know, you're not going to be good if you don't put out the effort and you have to be consistent and there's ups and downs. You know, that's what there's a lot of great musicians and there's a lot of great rodeo athletes and bull riders out there. But and it's not always the best ones that you hear about. It's not always the best ones that win because sometimes the guys with the most talent and you know, and resources, sometimes they don't have the work ethic and they can't handle when times get tough. And that's really what it takes to succeed is getting through the hard times and just working your butt off to, to get better and to keep on doing it. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely, I mean, rodeo has, um, it, it's kind of shaped my whole life, uh, my relationships and everything in a good way for the most part. Um, and then also on top of that, I, I rode bulls professionally for a long time, and I rode in the PBR. I made the the professional bull riders world finals one year, and I and I you know I was I was a really good bull rider, and I worked really hard at it. But along with that came a big network. You know, I can call guys in the PBR, which they have millions of fans, and you know we're we're working off those networks too that I developed in my previous rodeo days. So it's it's working good in numerous different aspects. Okay, Benny. So I want to talk about these nice songs that our audience is listening to, and you could tell us about them. So the first song we have here is Wild Rides. Can you tell us about this song? Yeah, so Wild Rides. That was kind of a tough one for us because that's that was a song. It was kind of an assignment song. That was written, well, the concept was when we were when Kevin, the executive producer, was putting together the new TV program and was going to call it Wild Rides. You know, now he needed a theme song. So we actually struggled with that one because Ty Taylor, our guitar player, you know, he writes songs that just come to him. He's got an idea and it just kind of magically appears and then we work on the riff and it just kind of flows. But Wild Rides, you know, we we had to force that a little bit and we were worried that it wasn't going to turn out very good. And uh, so that was it was kind of a good thing for us to know that we can take an assignment and a project and a and a subject and now we can make a song of it. So it's it's been really good, and the song is we're really happy with it. Got a lot of energy. Uh, we're opening our live shows with it now. When we get the opportunity to do live shows, which is tough this year, of course. But so yeah, so that's that's great. Plus, it's got energy. It's it's that's really the rodeo rock sound. So it's pretty cool. Okay, another song we have here is wasted. Yeah, so uh, that one wasted. Um, well. Ty, there was he saw some meme or something on the internet that it was so you got wasted, and it, and then it's people showing how drunk they got and stupid decisions they make. So his idea there was to write a song with that concept, except it's kind of calling you out for for getting wasted because it's not really conducive to living a good life. So the song is about. Um, Actually, it's about, you know, kind of a guy that gets wasted and neglects his wife and his kids. But then at the end of the song, he realizes that, hey, man, I gotta, I can't do this anymore. I'm losing my relationships. I'm, I'm losing a grip on my life. I need, to, I need to watch that. So it's kind of an inspirational song, and it turned out really great. And 
in the studio in Nashville when we recorded that the um is just magic happened uh instrumentally some of the studio musicians and we just gelled so good and it, the interlude part in that song gives me chills every time I play it it's a it's a great song and uh I really look forward to it. we did a music video for it and that you know it's a real fun music video so it, that's it's been a good one Okay, and another song we have here is Still Around. So Still Around, that one was actually written um, by a friend of mine. We didn't write that one. That was written by a bullfighter friend of mine, a professional bullfighter friend of mine that used to ride bulls and, you know, a really, really close friend for a lot of years. And uh, and I didn't even really know he was dabbling with songwriting. I knew he was learning how to play guitar. And then one night we were just kind of sitting around, a group of guys just picking on the guitar, relaxing. And he, he says, I got to play the song for you. And I didn't expect nothing because the guy doesn't sing very good. I didn't even know he played guitar very good. And I didn't have any idea he was writing songs. And he played this song. And I'm like, gosh, that's a hooky song. That's really good. So uh, we took it, you know, did a little work in the composition and arrangement and laid it down. And it, it's, it's a rodeo song. It, it's got a lot of meaning for Cody, the guy who wrote it. Um, it's about rodeoing and relationships. And it turned out really good. And uh, it's fun. Got a little duet with Geraldine and I in there, and it instrumentally worked out good. So fun song. Really proud of that one too. Okay, and another song we have here is "Wildflowers." Wildflower is uh, that was just a crazy concept that Ty came up with. It, it I think that actually started with the riff. It's a really it's almost a what does he call it a turbo bluegrass song and he initially the riff was just really really turbo bluegrass and kind of built off that and then figured out that Geraldine would would be the best to sing that and it's that's got so much energy it's such a different song and we we didn't know how that one was going to turn out either until we started really working on it and came together it's a very intricate and it's kind of a difficult song and yeah, it's been so fun. It's just got so much energy. And Geraldine, Geraldine's vocals, you know, when we got Geraldine in the band, I hired her to be a fiddle player. We didn't even know she sang. And all of a sudden, one day she starts singing and she's just got the voice of an angel. And she's so talented. And that song really showcases her energy and her vocal ability and her fiddle playing as well. So super cool tune. Oh, okay. So, yeah, those are some great uh, songs uh, there. So how many uh, albums do you actually have with this Breaking Eight? Just two. Um, this The Double Down album, that uh, the songs that we just talked about, they're all off of our new album. Uh, and that's right. really the first one we all did as a group. And our first album, you know, that was, that was kind of when I had the idea I wanted to do this, I was putting together the group and I uh, did a lot of that myself with the help of Mitch Malloy, who's now the lead singer of Great White. He's originally from um, North Dakota, so had a nice contact there. Really, really talented singer, songwriter, um, dabbled in a little producing there for a while. But that was kind of my first attempt. A lot of the songs, we did, I did that myself with Mitch. But then there's three songs on that first album that we did that Ty jumped in, and you know, then we start, then we added some of our others, and one song actually my dad wrote, and speaking of my dad, who's a Vietnam veteran, a song called I've Been a Cowboy, my dad wrote, and we composed it, and that turned out great. That that song you'll hear on the TV shows as well, that's that's kind of the theme song for Special Cowboy Moments a lot of times. And uh, so, yeah, so we're, you know, I'm brand new to this. Like I said, I wasted a lot of my life riding bulls, and uh, now we're just trying to do this, and it's working out good. It's a learning curve. 
and you know we're just working hard and we're, we're already uh, planning another trip to nashville we just released our double down album in may and we uh we got we got three songs almost ready to go already and we're planning on uh having another album possibly out by the end of the year but most likely early next year and just just trying to build our our library of music and get out there and play them so you mentioned benny about this new album so are these songs that you already have or like you're talking about music libraries i mean are these like a collection of songs that you have are you writing new songs for the new album or yep we're writing new songs uh working on a couple collabs with some uh some interesting names um but mostly we're just writing new ones and putting them together and head on down and record them and that's uh that's kind of our main focus we don't have a whole lot of shows coming up this year as nobody does so we're when we get time we're trying to trying to write new music and pump out those good songs so you mentioned benny that yeah unfortunately there's not a lot of shows but i mean so you're in north dakota so it might be different than florida so i mean is everything pretty even shut down in the west there you know we're not really shut down um but Still, it's still hard to do things. People are leery, you know. We're we're still careful. So, and and there there's you know rules and regulations and suggestions to keep the crowds smaller. And you know we're not. And a lot of people say North and South Dakota are just open for business and don't care. Well, that's not true. We're we're very we're very careful. Um, but we're also still trying to maintain an, a, a certain sense of normalcy and economic. Uh, development and you know try to just try to keep living life and it's working good you know we're pretty scarcely populated up here and that helps us out a lot we're pretty good at social distancing and especially in the summertime you know what the weather's nice so you know we're our governor has been great both the like you said the governor of south dakota she's she's just been amazing such a great woman that was such an honor to meet her very very confident but she does her research She's not just acting off a whim, you know, and, bo- and our governor in North Dakota as well. They're constantly working on this and tr- constantly finding ways to keep people working, to keep stores open, to not shut everything down, but still be safe, you know, do, do it right. There's, there's a balance and nobody wants to see anybody suffer. And so we're trying to, you know, just trying to do the best we can. So you mentioned, Benny, about, you know, not having too many shows, but, I mean, do you think there'll be a a need? I mean, when everything opens up or, you know, when people want to hear more live music, that they'll be calling you for shows? That's the plan, and that's why we're writing music. We're just trying to, uh, to to stay ready to stay out there and do what we can. Uh, we played a show a couple weeks ago where normally it would be a, kind of a later night show, but due to our liability insurance, we said, you know what, we're going to play from, uh, we're going to do a show from 7 to 10. And when it gets dark, you know, we, we get done and everybody, you know, not going to encourage dancing or whatever. If you want to dance, I can't tell you not to, but we're not going to advertise that. So we're just, we're just trying to go about a little different and find ways where we can be of service. Um, change things up, try to adapt and come out of this stronger in whatever way we can. But we're definitely looking at other options, different ways to do shows, different ways to entertain people and uh, different ways to get our music out there. And there's, there's, there's always, always another way to skin a cat is what my grandpa always said. So we're just trying to figure that out and keep moving forward. 
And uh, many, again, yeah, yeah, you don't recommend dancing now, but before, I mean, the audience would be motivated to, to, to dance. I mean, your type of music gets a lot of people out there dancing. Um, you know, some of it is very danceable. Typically, we're not doing dances anymore. We're doing more concert stuff. Um, but, yeah, you know, still people like to dance when there's some energy there or whatever. It's, it's uh, just part of, it's something that music does. And that's one of the beautiful things about it. But we're not doing dances and bar stuff where that's all people are doing. We're trying to get people to connect with our music and not just be there drinking and dancing. And Betty, you mentioned about Rodeo Rock. So I'm just wondering if you've had an opportunity or are connected with rodeos. I mean, do rodeos have like live music or entertainers there yeah, oftentimes they do. We've we've done some before and some after. You know, oftentimes afterwards you have your rodeo dance. Um, that's that's very typical. But there there's a lot of rodeos that do have concerts prior to the rodeo, um, which we've done one this year in Mandan, North Dakota. We played before the rodeo for the people coming in early, and you know people would come early to see the the band. Um, so yeah, there's 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 definitely some really cool ways to incorporate music into the rodeo. It's just another form of entertainment, and it works out pretty good in in some venues. Oh, great. Hmm. Okay, uh, Benny. So I want to talk a little bit, you know, about your social media and, of course, uh, you know, the website. So uh, first of all, can you tell us the website? Website is breaking dot com. Pretty easy. You can spell it out, or you can use the the number eight. Um, but everything you need to know is on breaking8.com. We got links to our social medias. Of course, we got Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And we have a really, really great team of social media and internet marketing people. Julie Obergaywich um, is kind of our, our boss lady that runs all this stuff. And she's just so knowledgeable on Google and all the internet stuff. It's it's amazing. And, and that's one way we've really been able to capitalize in this time of not doing a lot of shows is really picking up on the social media and the online music sales. Um, but you can go to breaking8.com and you surely can find our music videos and shows and links to our social media. And then, of course, we would love it if everybody goes ahead and gives us a like and follow on the Facebook. And uh, even on our YouTube channel, we're always we're, we're working on new music videos and stuff all the time. There's always something cool going on with Breaking 8. Great. And uh, Benny, so you mentioned these music videos. How long do the, these usually take? I mean, is there a lot of planning or preparation into this? Or? Yeah, well, I'm fortunate to have a professional videographer living out at the ranch here, um, a young professional bullfighter named Gus Kronberg, where if you... Uh, we also we also do a podcast called Rodeo Rock Radio, and he's he's kind of my partner on that. And he's a videographer, and and he's a bullfighter, and he's a rancher, and we we got all kinds of things going on on the T two Ranch up here. So it works out really good. We did we did some one of the videos. Well, the video for Wasted, we filmed almost exclusively on my ranch here, and we used uh, one of my tractors and put Gus up in the loader and lifted him way up in the air and drove around, and he got footage. Um, you know, instead of the instead of a, a drone or a big boom we just used my tractor it was really cool and really ranchy and it turned out great um so that helps that i got him here but it's still a, it's a process and it's one of those things if you don't put some money into it and really take the time it's not going to turn out good and it's going to be counterproductive 
people are going to see it and they're not going to, it's not going to make them want more. So you, you really got to take something like that seriously. Cause that's, that's might be the, might be, uh, you know, the first thing somebody sees of you. And if it's not good, they're not going to come back and look for more. So, uh, we definitely put some money into it, a lot of time into it, and it's all worth it. And they're turning out great. Well, great. And all, and the video is on YouTube then. Yep, yep, you can find the Breaking 8 YouTube channel as well. We got some other fun stuff on there, but uh, we got right now, I think, three or four, probably four music videos um, on our YouTube channel now, and of course on the Facebooks as well. And uh, in, it, it's, in this day and age, a lot of people are, are doing, they're listening to music while watching the videos. So it's, it's just one of those things as a musician, if you want to compete and if you want to get people's attention you got to have that because there's so much visual stimulation anymore that you have to offer these um these things or else you're just going to kind of fall by the wayside and uh, in the meantime it's been really fun it's just another way to promote and and it's working out great great so did we mention that with do you do any like facebook live or live concerts or um we haven't done a lot of that. I don't, I'm, I'm, you know, like I said before, I'm, I'm really a stickler on quality and the Facebook right. lives, especially for music, you know, that it's such low quality sound. It seems yeah. like sometimes when I see a band and you, I know they're playing great and they're really a, a solid band and probably right. doing things just right. But oftentimes they still sound like crap because the, the audio is just not, not good so you're not really experiencing the power and the energy that we're we're given and i I just don't want to don't want to put out something bad i'd rather i'd rather have people come see us live listen to our listen to us on the radio or you know on spotify our music is everywhere spotify apple music itunes do that or at least a video where you know we've done some editing where we can boost the bass a little bit or something just so it's a little bit more of a representation of what we're actually doing oh okay yeah i could definitely uh respect uh, that uh so uh you mentioned about youtube so i mean you you have a, i mean are there videos of just uh, fans or just uh, uh audience that sometimes take you or um, I think so. I don't even know that. I don't. Yeah, actually, I, I can't I don't, check right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't do a lot with that stuff. That's I have professionals that do that. I'm, yeah, I'm just a dumb right. old bull rider, so I'm not very good with these things. I trust the professionals. Um, but yeah, there should be, especially on our Facebook. I'm sure there's there's some fun fun stuff. Oh, great. Uh, so, uh, Benny, I have to ask uh, if you have any interest of making like any sort of holiday or Christmas rodeo, Christmas rodeo time or something. Huh, that's a interesting concept you bring up. I I haven't. It's not real high on our priority list. I guess I could say that. Um, and every year, about you know November twenty fifth, we always say, "Hey, we should do a Christmas show." Well, by that time, it's too late to put together a really good show because right. you know Christmas season is over and actually um I'm talking to a guy who we're doing a collaboration with a gentleman from Georgia actually lives kind of back and forth in Nashville but he's a radio guy and a uh songwriter in Nashville and he like right now and in August he's they're doing some Christmas album stuff right so right now is when you need to be doing that well man alive 
I'm still making hay and I'm still working cattle and uh, I'm, I haven't I haven't been thinking a lot about Christmas music yet so <laughs> it's hard to transition over that but that's what you got to do if you want to have a good Christmas show or get a Christmas album out so you know now that you mention that we might have to start looking at that because I do love Christmas yeah yeah that that's uh, great there okay uh, so uh, Benny so yeah so of course if any shows that you you do have that's all on your website or Facebook and all that then yeah yeah and that's that's pretty much only one right now so it's pretty easy to to get through our our tour list we're headlining the Fallon County Fair in Baker Montana here in a two or three weeks on the August 15th and that's going to be a really good one otherwise a lot of our stuff is canceled and not you know not a lot of a lot not a lot of new bookings going we're trying to work in some little things here and there maybe a surprise show but uh, as far as for sure things that's all we got right now so are the rodeos canceled too or are they going at least or yeah you know a lot of them have canceled it, it a lot of it depends on the state. You know, some states, they're not letting anything happen where there's groups. I see I see this last weekend. There was a rodeo in Minnesota, and they had a pretty big crowd, but they were there protesting. So oh, apparently no. it's okay if you're protesting to have a crowd. So all, all the people that came to the rodeo were protesting um, the government overreach, apparently, is what I read, and I couldn't help but chuckle a little bit at that. Um, but still, a lot of the rodeos have canceled and a lot of it is on account of economic reasons, I think, because you don't know, you know, all the sponsors and the people that generally pay for the rodeo, you know, they're really struggling because the businesses are struggling or shut down. So it's it's just a vicious cycle of of uncertainty, of poor economic conditions, of not knowing if you're going to be able to pay for it. So a lot of rodeos just canceled because, you know, either their government shut them down or they didn't know if they were going to be able to pay for it. So it's it's been a really tough go. And I know the ones that are happening are doing really well as far as contestants. Um, but, you know, it's still hard for, a, for them to book extra acts, like a music act, for example. You know, because you don't know how many people are going to be able to show up. And you don't know what what's going to happen with all the uncertainty. So it's really been difficult for everybody. Um, I'm really excited for it to be done that's for sure and i'm looking forward to next year oh great okay uh benny we really appreciate your time and before we go then uh we want to let everyone know that you're working on this uh this new album and your goal is by the end of the year you were saying possibly we're uh, we're going in september to to record a few of them so we'll we'll have one or two singles maybe even out um, well, for sure, we'll have one or two singles out before the end of the year. It, you know, with it's the same with the recording process. It's a lot of uncertainty, and economic. Uh, you know, it costs a lot of money to do a to do a really good album. It's it's expensive because you get what you pay for with the recording process as well. So, you know, I'm nervous about putting that money out there or getting a loan or whatever you got to do to pay for it, and then how long is the return going to be? And am I going to have enough money now to get to get this project done but at the same time we got good momentum we want to keep at it so uh we're, we're doing what we can but definitely by the end of the year we'll have some new material and early next year i'm going to say that we're going to have a, a new album on the market okay uh, benny any final thoughts or anything else you'd like to mention here well i would like to mention that i really appreciate uh, talking to you and the opportunity to 
talk about talk about all this fun stuff and yeah just 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 stay with us we got a lot of cool stuff coming up go and make friends with us on the social media and we will keep in touch and i really appreciate it mike it's fun sure uh, i guess it's been uh, benny paulson from breaking eight and you've been listening to the mike care radio program what's up america and please catch us again next time all kinds of weather trying to do things right still taking chances